Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Okay, so the latest on Kanye. Late Tuesday, he tweeted, they tried to fly in with two doctors to 5150 me. I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with me, get the wall down for prison reform. Mika's my man. I was respectful. That's my dog. Kim was out of line. Kanye appears to be referring to a meeting between Kim and Meek Mill last year, but they were joined by Clara Wusai, another prison reform activist. He's saying he's saying she was out of line. He's saying she was out of line, but doesn't really get into the details. Yeah, it doesn't really get into details. And Meek responded to Kanye's tweet by saying, bleep is cap, come on, cap is slang for lies. Hmm. So... Kanye also called his mother-in-law, Kris Jenner, Kris Jong-un, and said little baby won't do a song with him. He bragged about his wealth, I'm worth $5 billion, and more than that through Christ. And he's considering pushing his presidential campaign to 2024 because, quote, I guess all black people are supposed to vote on Biden. All of this has already been deleted. All those tweets? All of that's been deleted. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he did? He took it all of it down? Somebody took it all down. Yeah. Oh. Because I just, I mean, that that happened at late in the show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Kim finally broke her silence and issued a long statement about Kanye and his bipolar disorder. She asked for empathy and compassion and noted that no matter how hard they try to help him, it's not going to work unless he wants that help. Right. True. She added, he is a brilliant but complicated person who, on top of the pressures of being an artist and a black man who's experienced the painful loss of his mother, and has had to deal with the pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. Those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. Living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unobtainable they may feel to some. That is part of his genius, and as we have all witnessed, many of his big dreams have come true. So, the <clears throat> Beautiful statement. I'm I thought good she with did that. a really well job. I'm really glad great job with that. That she said everything that she said there. Um, debate is on whether or not she really meant it. Don't know. Or even wrote it. Right. But I love it. A uh, so-called source told people that a divorce may already be in the works. The quote is there has been enough communication both in the past few days and the weeks prior to establish that both sides Feel the marriage is over. It's been a long time coming. Mm. Did anybody think taking Kanye's mental health issues out of the 
out of the story. Did any of you think that marriage would last? No. I never I thought did. it was legit. You never <laughs> believed it was the real deal. I think she with. married him so she could have some sexy babies and have some content for her brand. I thought it would last because he was just like in awe with her. Like to him in the beginning, if you remember when she married Chris Humphreys, I mean, and this is going back. Forgot about he, that. He would say like, she's the Mecca. Like she, he was just, just loved her. And then after they broke up, they started like dating and it started, you know, working out for them. They got married. Mm-hmm. He always seemed very passionate about her. I don't know if I, but then again, you know, I wasn't well, following I mean, Kim all that closely during the courting phase. No, but you're right. I get your point. Yeah. yeah. It always seemed like always he was seemed like more. He was way more into yeah. her than she was him. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But it's I sad know that no matter she what, man. thinks that he's like a creative genius on all of the stuff that he's talked about. Like in their house, if you remember when she gave that big tour of the house, she talked about how all of the design concepts and things like that all came from Kanye. And mm-hmm. she's like, it's brilliant. You know, yeah. the sink that doesn't have the hole in it, it just goes away. Like the drain. It's like an infinity and, sink. Yeah. I mean, she, I think she definitely sees his genius for sure. Just and appreciates be. it. Yeah. yeah. It seems like that. So it's made $13 billion in one day. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, most of that money was stolen off his porch. (laughs) Fast food chain KFC has announced that it will work with a Russian 3D bioprinting lab to create the so-called meat of the future, while Arby's announced that they're going to stick with the meat of the past. Relax, it's only a few days old. Iceland has a new service where people can go to a designated location and scream out their frustrations. Yeah, we uh, have something like that here in America. It's called Costco. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh. <laughs> 642, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Rain and thunder throughout the day. It'll be humid again. High of 86 right now, 73 at Q102. I'm so excited. There's a movie being made about Vanilla Ice. It's called To the Extreme. And Dave Franco is going to play Ice, Robert Van Winkle. He's a better looking Ice. You think so? I do. <laughs> I thought he was pretty sexy, Vanilla Ice, when that Ice Ice Baby Ew, thing you was did? big. I t- he was the first famous person I met. I know, but man. And he was, I just thought he was about as cute as cute could be. Now, he is working on the movie, so Ice is involved. And Dave said, Rob is such a sweet and intelligent guy, and he's been super helpful in the process of getting all the details correct and making us privy to information the public doesn't know. He said, just talking to him, I can't help but think about the rabbit holes I'm going going to go down to get ready for the role. Dave is approaching it like how his brother James Franco handled the disaster artist about the room director, Tommy Wiseau. 
So hmm. he's just getting he's getting in there, and uh, that'll be interesting. So you still a big big real estate guy? See, last I heard, he was down in Miami, right? Yeah, he's doing that, that flip yeah, show, South Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he doing a flip show? He did. Well, he was for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Was he pretty good on it? It wasn't my type of flip show, so I didn't watch a lot of <laughs> was it. Was it overly produced or what? It was staged. It was super staged. It was oh. the houses. They were like these big mansion Florida things, which I just don't have any interest in. Gotcha. Yeah. Too big for me to even comprehend. <laughs> right. You'd need a team. Give me a West Side Ranch. <laughs> There's nothing I would ever work on. Yeah. 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 I hear you. Uh, well... They say you only use 10% of your brain, which seems like a huge waste. Uh, So how do you feel about the fact that you're using even less of Netflix? According to this new report, the average subscriber only consumes 2% of Netflix's library each year. Now, Netflix has close to 5,500 titles. And if you were to watch them all, it would take four years, two months, and eight days. And that's assuming you binged nonstop. You'd also be paying at least $660 in subscriber fees over that amount of time. Which, you know, you you spend anyway watching the 2% that you're watching now. This is really bumming me out because I feel like right now on Netflix, there's nothing I want to watch. And you're telling me that there's so much on there I could spend day, like years watching it. Evidently. But, you know, Netflix in their brilliance, like they run those, like if you scan over something, they, it, it trips a trailer, Mm -hmm. which is good because it shows you something that you would otherwise not have looked at because of the title or the cover art wasn't interesting enough. And so they try to take you through it. And, you know, that's how I've found myself turned on to things that I would not normally look up or seek out myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 2%. And I feel like it only shows you what it thinks you might like. Yeah, you got to really look for based stuff based on your previous choices, right? Which, which I'm, I'm okay with that. But like, there's so much more. Like, if you read an article and it's like, "Hey, there's this show on Netflix," and you're thinking, and it's been there for four years, and you're like, "I have never once in a million years right. of the hours I've sat through clicking <laughs> through every freaking thing trying to find something to watch. Have I ever seen that?" Yeah, they just yeah. added that Michael Jordan documentary. I know, by I the saw way. that. It popped up in the top in the of queue. my feed. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Four years, two months, eight days to get through everything if you were to watch it nonstop, binge style on Netflix. Can you imagine how many new shows and content on all the different networks? There's Mm -hmm. just so much out there. Yet nothing's on. That's what it feels like sometimes. Mm -hmm. It really does. You are so right. (laughs) I'm like, Uh, I'm just going to read my phone. Yeah. Uh, All right. So Quibi, you guys checked it out at all? No. No. Short form entertainment. Um, it just isn't quite doing very well. A lot I of big names on there, though. But short, yeah. like shorts, as in short films, short movies, short, short shorts, snippets, twenty minutes or less. Yeah, short TV shows, little yeah. things. So this might help it, though. Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds are doing a show for Quibi called "I'm Going to Be Very Careful Here." Fatha Mucka. Oh. And <laughs> Say that in a mirror. I know, no. right? Slowly. Mm. The, <clears throat> playing fictionalized versions of themselves. Here's the premise. When a minor mishap causes Sam to become Ryan's primary caregiver, bleep gets weird. Ryan is delighted to spend all of his time with Sam. Sam couldn't be reached for comment. <laughs> 
Oh, that's funny. So in other words, Ryan is annoying and Sam has to deal with it, which is basically the plot of their movie, The Hitman's Bodyguard. Do you ever see that? No. That's a pretty, it's a pretty funny movie. Like Ryan Reynolds was this big time bodyguard running this huge uh, business of, t- you know, making bazillions of dollars, protecting some of the highest profile profile people, the planet. And then one of his clients gets murdered on his watch and he loses everything. Oh. Right. Yeah. And blames his girlfriend because he thinks that she leaked the information about where he was going to be. Hmm. Then the girlfriend comes to him because Samuel L. Jackson, who's another hitman, is a witness that needs protected, and she wants Ryan Reynolds to protect Samuel L. Jackson. And then that's, that's how they get together. And they're already they're already each other's nemesis. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, because they were kind of competing. Is it men. a funny show? It's funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's funny, but it's a shoot 'em up. You know. Is it good? Yeah. Is I it on Netflix? Good. What's her face is in it? Oh gosh, what's her name? Selma Hayek? Oh. Oh, I Selma love Hayek. her. And she is she is freaking hilarious. She is Samuel L. Jackson's wife and she's in prison. Wow. And she is she's very funny. Hmm. How does it end? Yeah. You've told us all of it. Do you want to know? <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you. Do you think maybe in the end they become friends? I was gonna say that. Uh, Do you think they're best buds by the time it's over? I did not see that coming. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so they're like fictionalized versions of themselves in this thing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Is that, that's kind of like Jim Carrey's new book. Isn't that kind of like it's about him, but it's uh, it's a novel. It's a fictionalized story of himself. Yeah, I'm picking that up today. I am, I'm making a trip to Joseph Beth specifically for that. Memoirs and Misinformation, mm. a novel by Jim Carrey. just came out a week or two ago. Just Tuesday. Yeah. All right, guys, anything else on the e-news front? I think that's it. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.